and welcome to Which One Podcast, the show where we don't know which one subject we're talking about today. I'm not Aaron. And I'm not Evan. This episode is brought to you by Twinder. Are you bored of finding people that look attractive? Maybe you love your reflection so much you wish you could take it for a date. Then Twinder today. Our app uses coding and algorithms which allow you to only match with people that look exactly like you. Even one inch of difference means a no from us. Thank you, Twinder. Very cool. So, to our first segment, Juicy Memes Juicy, Gone Juicy Juicy, our weekly roundup of memes, Evan. Right, so yeah, I've actually been browsing um, the meme economy Okay. Uh, to see what juicy memes we've got at the moment, and there is um, actually a bit of controversy going on. So really? You remember the surprised Pikachu meme? Of course I do, I could not forget <laughs> the surprised Pikachu meme. I absolutely hate it at this point. Uh, well, there's a bit of a war between uh, Surprise Pikachu and Unsettled Tom. Now, when you say a bit um, of a war, what what do, what what constitutes a war in in the meme world? So, first of all, I thought they were pretty much the same format, right? Like right. you've got something's happening, but um, there's someone here absolutely gatekeeping the shit out of memes. Um, is this on uh, Meme Economy? It is. Okay. Um, so they're saying the surprise Pikachu. Apparently the setup is meant to lead to something predictable, but it leaves them surprised. So yeah. it's like, girlfriend says everything's okay, I assume everything's okay, girlfriend shocked Pikachu. Oh, okay, I see, I thought you were going in a different direction there. I thought it was, it was more like, girlfriend says everything's okay, everything is okay until... No, you assume that everything is okay, and then when... She says it's not okay. That's when the surprise Pikachu comes up because you should have known, right? Is that not? I I, I see. I don't know. This is why they have decided to uh, put up this thing here. We've also got the uh, yeah, the unsettled Tom is meant to be reference to uh, in reference to shocking behavior. Yeah, like, right. I think my favorite one was me slaps girlfriend's ass. Everyone else at the funeral, and then mm, I don't know. I find it funny that they're like, yo, use these memes properly. Oh, okay, that makes sense, yeah. Also, while we're on the subject of Unsettled Tom, what, what I'm assuming that's Tom of Tom and Jerry fame, right? That's the Tom. The Tom. Yes, yeah. that is. That art style is very strange, and I think I'm going to have to <laughs> do a little bit of digging to find out where this Tom version of Tom comes from. That's true, because holy crap, that, that, like, it's not Unsettled Tom, dude, it's Unsettling Tom. <laughs> That's basically yeah okay. Can um, I get a way ha ha ha, Jemmy? Way ha ha ha. I'm not Jemmy, but I'll I'll um uh, origin. So this is this the the unsettled Tom is seven years old almost. What no way? Okay, it was uploaded to DeviantArt. That's why the uh the the art style is so different. Okay, is it like a naked Tom? Everything on DeviantArt's a naked animal. Uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not going into that much detail about it, but. It is. <laughs> Yeah, so there's some there's some good examples here of um, me jerking off to porn on low volume, the guests next to the Bluetooth speaker, unsettled Tom. <laughs> I mean that one's okay, but th this <laughs> next one is is I prefer the next one. Me yeah. begin shaving my asshole, the drive-through employee, unsettled Tom. <laughs> what the hell? Me can dead people get pregnant? Guy interviewing me for a janitorial position at the morgue, unsettled Tom. Fucking <laughs> Christ. Yeah. We could we could keep on going with this, but um, what what else what else have we got today? Uh, from the ye old meme economy, do you have anything? I I've I've saved 
Obviously, because this is our first episode, I haven't prepared massively as we only decided we were going to do this last <laughs> night. But I've yes. I've saved a few things on my phone that I enjoy from the past week, such as I'll have to. I mean, I'm sure you'll have seen them anyway. I think my favorite one was courtesy of Mr. John Howe, and it was him photoshopping Howard on the beach onto the train from <laughs> Spider-Man Two. <laughs> um, yes. If we do put this on YouTube, I will I will annotate with well, not annotate, but I will show exact the examples of what we're talking about as we're talking about them. So that's that. I mean, that one was particularly fantastic i've just realized that his legs aren't uh correct so howard's leg below the below the knee is spider-man's leg below the knee <laughs> so he has a blue leg and a red foot talaria it also looks well, like what's he holding know. he's holding like a cup or something uh what about what, what else have you um what else have you enjoyed over the past week evan well somehow i don't know why but i i was in the center uh saw a seagull, decided to whack out my camera, and started recording it. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously got to play a clip of that. But, yeah, uh, the end frame of that seagull was too good, so I decided, why not post it in the meme chat? And then I drew a face on it, and I remember somehow that was my funniest moment of the whole week. I It just took, like, three lines and paint, and that was it. And then I gave it anime eyes. Um, that was the funniest moment of your whole week. Look, dude, I I live a pretty mundane life, okay? <laughs> I've been sat in cafes, I've been, what, trying to make some code work, it just it just doesn't work out, like... Seagulls. I, f I still feel like you and I have laughed at something more than, well, I mean, to be fair, I don't know how much you laughed at the seagull, so I can't really say, but, um... <laughs> it's true. Um, the biggest meme of this week, I met Jemmy. You did meet Jemmy, and we made a video about it, and that's sort of how this thing, this whole thing started, right? Exactly. So, how incredible. Uh, obviously, uh, people in the meme group know exactly who Jemmy is, except for Jemmy himself. Well, um, he knows who Jemmy is now, but for the longest time, he didn't. That was months and months of being, of Jemmy proclaiming that we should ban Jemmy, without realising that he himself was Jemmy. <laughs> Exactly. It's yeah. it's uh, a guy called Jamie we got in our little meme group on the go here, and for some reason I decided to just make a, a survey if we should ban Jemmy or not, and uh, it passed resoundingly, but he's somehow still here nearly a year later. Yeah, it's um, it's quite something, but I think I think you were right, we should have banned him on April Fool's Day, that was the time to do it, and I'm kind of annoyed that uh, I decided, you know, I didn't do it, but maybe we can ban him on his birthday, or maybe he'll hear this, maybe he will listen to this, and, and then it will the, the surprise will be ruined, but if, so if you're listening to this, Jemmy, we're not going to ban you on your birthday. But, if but you... then, this could be a double bluff, you know, he'll never know. Right, I, I want to do, um, I'm, I'm not sure if I sent this to the group, but it's another uh, classic bone apple teeth. Okay, it's... I saw one of those yesterday, actually, I'll get it up. Have a, well, I, I'll read this one out. I'm assuming it's uh, a tweet or an Instagram, I don't know, I don't use Instagram, so I don't really know how it works. Anyway, the user is called, Cho uh, username is chocolate metaphor, and um, it's a picture of some pasta and rice, and the caption is, Made shrimp fed the chimney, all afraid ho, with some rice. Few emojis. Oh my god, bone smack the teeth. <laughs> uh, I, I showed this to Bina, my partner, and she did not understand what the hell I was showing her. She did not get it. But we'd And we'd gone through a lot of bone apple teeth posts the day before, so that just shows you how utterly fucking ridiculous this one is. All afraid ho. If, if anyone is actually listening to this who isn't us and doesn't understand what I'm saying, it's meant to say shrimp fettuccine, the pasta, Alfredo, which is a 
culinary term. I've just realized I don't actually know what Alfredo means. Evan, do you know what Alfredo means? It denoting a sauce for pasta incorporating butter, cream, garlic, and parmesan cheese. Oh, that sounds quite delicious. Oh my god, bone smack the teeth is obviously meant to be bon appetit. I don't know if this is satire or not. I assume it is because it's pretty fucking stupid. Um, right, that's what I thought with the ending, right? When they said bone smack the teeth. Like, no one thinks bon appetit is... And that's bone smack the teeth. Well, what if you're eating... No, you're right. I think th- the only... Uh, it reminds me of the Boeing application one that was going around a while ago that I really liked. <laughs> but that's cl- that's obviously satire because that one, that one is even stupider than... <laughs> Boeing application. Boeing application. <laughs> I've got one here. Yeah. Which is, um... I thought... Oh, so there's, uh... Yeah, there's a new Pokemon coming out called Sobble. Right. I think. So they've said, I thought Sob was an iguana, but his name in every other language is a poor man's toe with chameleon. And is that that's po- obviously meant to be portmanteau, yeah. Wow, <laughs> poor man's toe. Was this from Bone Apple Tea? It was. Okay. I, well, I try to get all my Pokemon news reliably, but when you hear that it's just a poor man's toe instead of a Pokemon. <laughs> poor man's tokemon. <laughs> So I've got to I've got to share this meme with you and and explain a bit of context. So Eben, what when I was a child, one of my favorite bands was Slipknot, and well I say when I was a child, I still really like them. They're still one of my favorite bands. They're not my favorite band anymore, but they mm-hmm. had pretty much the same lineup from ninety five, ninety six ish to about two thousand and ten when their bass player died of a drug overdose, and um, F. Yeah, big F for Paul Gray. So. They toured with a replacement bassist for like a year or so, who actually used to be a guitarist in the band. And then just before they were regrouping again to record their first album without this bass player, uh, they kicked out their drummer, Joey Jordison, who was uh, known as, uh, when I was a child, well, when I was a teenager, he was the drummer. You know, he was, everyone idolized him. If you played drums, he he was the guy to look up to if you were vaguely interested in metal um, gotcha. and so on and so forth. And like I was a bit pissed off, and a lot of the other fans of the band were pissed off as well because this, this guy founded the band with the guy and the, with the guy who just died, and it's like it's it's not really not really fair. But got got over it, moved on. They replaced the two guys with um some new musicians. They put out an album, everything was all all good, and then they've been gearing up to get back together to record this sixth album, which is out in August. They you know they announced a date of release date for it and everything, so it's obviously quite. Far along in the process. And then out of nowhere, it turns out that uh, one of their percussionists, who you may know because he's the guy that has a really long Pinocchio nose mask, and he's quite famous for that, they have kicked him out because of money disputes. Uh, And he's basically suing two of the members of the band. It's a really long way of explaining this meme that I've just sent to you. Because they kicked a guy out, they've now <laughs> kicked two of their original... Well, not original members. They've now kicked out one of their original members, and one of their, you know, the other guy's been in the band for 20 years. So their fourth album is called All Hope Is Gone. Uh, and what they've done is taken the artwork from that album and edited out those three members who are no longer in the band. So there's only six of them. And the caption is All Band Is Gone. And I think that's fucking hilarious. I get it now. Before, yes. I just saw, is this the album cover? Because I saw that little parental advisory, but yeah. now I see it is indeed a meme. It makes sense. What a shame. I know, very, 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 and, and annoyingly, um, I was all geared up to buy tickets because they're headlining one of the days at Download Festival this year, and Bina oh, hasn't seen them before, and her friend Emma, who's really into the band, uh, she hasn't seen them before either. Tyrell hasn't seen them before, but he loves them, and I was so excited when these announced they were, they were headlining. And then this has happened, and I reluctantly spent £85 on a ticket to a 
see a band oh. that I'm annoyed with for kicking out one of their one of their members. You're not even seeing the people you want to see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Other people. It's funny you say that because Corn, uh, who were another new metal band from the same era, I am um, when I first got into them, I was never massively into them, but they had five members: there was drummer, bassist, two guitarists, and a vocalist. And oh. I think it was 2005. The guitarist, one of the guitarists, left. He became a Christian, born again Christian, and he didn't want to be in the band anymore. He had like drug problems and stuff. It was fair enough. So they were a four-piece. Uh-huh. And then after one album, their drummer left. So there was three of them. And then they came to play in Plymouth when I lived in Plymouth. And one of their guitarists, his, the, well, the, the other guitarist, his dad became ill suddenly. And because there were only three of them left, one guitarist, a bassist, and a vocalist, they'd had to build like a, uh, a backing band, essentially. Like their backing band was bigger than the actual band because they just recorded an album that had lots of keyboards and textures and stuff that you couldn't do with just four or five band members so they had like mm-hmm. a percussionist a keyboard player uh, you know a new drummer uh, an extra guitarist to, to fill up the sound and so, so on and so forth and then yeah the, the other guitarist his name was monkey his dad was, became unwell and he had to leave the tour so i would bought tickets for corn and there were two members of corn playing the corn show and i was not very happy about it but like but the worst luck man it was really annoying but like i think it was uh, the, uh, the next year they played at download and they'd actually inst uh, you know instead instead that's not the right word they they they'd hired yeah. a full-time drummer so they were a four-piece again they cut out all the other members and they just sort of took it back to basics and then i saw them in fact opening for slipknot a couple of years after that and they got their born again christian guitarist back so it was pretty much the original lineup bar a different drummer who'd been in the band for about 10 years at that point it all worked out in the end but yeah it was a bit of a piss take to bar to spend 30 40 quid on tickets for a band and only two of them turned up <laughs> that's actually tragic yeah um pretty bad i've anyway. only been to one gig one gig in my life was that um, okily dokily it was Oakley Doakley the Ned Flanders Screamo Band. Mm. I actually have tickets for another one coming up on April 24. Is that um, Hollywood Undead? It is regrettably Hollywood Undead. Yes, I'm glad you said that. I was very disappointed to hear that you had tickets for Hollywood Undead. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got to go anyway, right? I paid money for these and I've got a friend that wants to come along, but it's Hollywood Undead, like, yeah. ugh. You could just see, I mean, is the show sold out? You could always try and hock the tickets or... Just not turn up. Just don't. Well, I suppose you've paid. You don't want to get the satisfaction of taking your money if you're not going to witness them. So <laughs> I, I remember years and years ago, um, I was told a story. There's not really a story. It's more of a anecdote, very short anecdote that goes nowhere. But Isaac said to me, "Oh, I know, I know someone. Either they knew someone or they heard about someone who paid to go and see Tenacious D, and all they did was turn up, shout you're gay, and then leave." What a brilliant way to spend your money. Right, that's what I was thinking. So yeah, uh, Tenacious D, buy tickets, call gay, leave. I'm actually, on that note, I'm seeing Tenacious D with Tyrell in a, in a few months. I'm very excited. I've not seen them since I was 14, 15 or something. Is that uh, in Ireland? Or... No, this is in London. The, the Ireland thing is uh, I'm going to Ireland to see the music of L- TV show Lost performed live by Michael Giacchino, the composer. Who is made? Uh, well, he's worked on a lot of films since doing Lost. He's done a lot of Pixar films, such as Up and uh, Ratatouille, and he's done Star Trek films. He's worked with J. James on pretty much everything, essentially, um, apart from Star Wars Episode Seven because John Williams does the music for Star Wars. But that said, Rogue One, which is the first spin-off film, it was not directed by J. James, but had the music done by Michael Giacchino. So it was actually the inverse of the the, the, uh, the Episode Seven. Thing, if that makes sense. Oh, I see. Well, yeah. Wouldn't it be ironic if the orchestra uh, couldn't find the venue because they would they would lot they were lost. I I get the get the joke. Yes, that would be 
Yeah, that'd be right. That would be very, very... Right, I think we've gone a bit off topic. Um... <laughs> so another big meme this week is... Uh... Well, we, we discovered it in the meme group. It's different uh, song artists riding roller coasters. Of course. This is a, this is a, a, a new favorite of mine. It's actually fantastic. I even sent it to my wholesome dearest mother, who said she laughed out loud. Uh, out loud, you say? She typed it all out. Uh, if only there was some kind of acronym to say that you laughed out loud. Yeah, that would be. It would make her life a bit more efficient <laughs> if you could. Uh, if you could just make an acronym for everything. My favorite one, I, I think it has to be the the original one I saw, the Freddie Mercury one, because they've actually stretched out the we. We. And... Yeah, I love how he's singing it as well. Like it's you know it's not a. I mean, I guess yeah, that's it's the a very melodic joke. roller coaster. Yeah, that's I guess that's the that's the joke, but yeah, it's quite funny. The the first one I saw was the Billy Corgan Smashing Pumpkins one, which is I'm not really familiar with Smashing Pumpkins, but I thought it was pretty funny. And then yeah, the, the Freddie Mercury one pushed that over the edge. I, I, I haven't seen any other ones apart from the Dance Gavin Dance one that John made. Have you have you seen any others? Because I'd be interested to check them out if you have. I have not, okay. I'm afraid. Alright, so uh, now it's time for olds. Do you, do you get it? It's like news. Um, where, I, I get it, I get it. Where we discuss the other happenings and the happenisms in the world. Um, cool, so what's on uh, Not The Onion uh, this week, Evan? So I have actually prepared for this one and have some absolute absolutely fantastic story. Someone is using Gabe Newell, the owner of Steam, uh, Gabe Newell's face, to sell underwear in China. I'm going to need some more context here. What, on the pa- packaging or on the... Um... Yes, it's on the packaging itself. Uh, it's just it's just got a picture of Gabe Newell smiling. <laughs> can you link me to this? I'd be... Um... Yeah, there you go. You can have a... Have a look at Gabe there. He's he's just on the underwear. Like he he's not even advertising it. They've just wow. taken a picture from Google Images, and yeah, that's incredible. No offense to Gabe, but he also he he looks like he his face has been photoshopped onto his body. <laughs> he's been photoshopped onto his body onto some underwear. Yeah, in fact, he looks a little bit like Robin Williams if he was blown up with a uh, air pump. <laughs> I also like how it's long D. I'm sure that's why Gabe is smirking so much in that one. Because he has a long D. Sorry, I've just noticed, what the hell is going on with his hand? His wrist is like, it's like his arm is twisted round. His wrist is up the wrong way, and then his thumb is like... Is that his... I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I, I'm i not sure either. And it looks like he's sitting down, but he's got a really short body. I, <laughs> yeah, I think that's... I think he's got his hands like... Pointed inwards, right? Like elbows out, hands inwards on his thighs. Yeah, that, um, that's disturbing. I've not, got to say. Another fantastic, uh, absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, uh, someone wanted to fly in America. Yep. Now, annoyingly, it says Manchester, but they don't mean, or do they? I think they do actually mean the English one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they were flying from Manchester to Philadelphia. Right. He, this guy, arrives at an airport for uh, at seven thirty a.m. And his flight says departs 10.05 a.m. He was in no rush. He went through security and was in duty-free by 8. And he was on his way to the boarding gate by 9.35 a.m. Okay, so he still had plenty of time. Sorry, what time was was takeoff? So takeoff was at 10.05. And he went went to the boarding gate at 9.35. Okay. But the flight had departed by 9.43. So the plane left early. Yeah. And then the real kicker ending is that they... They blamed him for the 
plane leaving early or for him not getting on the plane? For him not getting on. What was their excuse? What airline was this? This was, of course, American Airlines. Okay. This can't be a British one. I mean, it, it could be. So, the, um, it says we may reassign a seat to another passenger. So yeah, they, they blamed him uh, for missing his early flight. They said that they uh, may be able to reassign your seat to another passenger. The doors close 10 minutes before departure and you will not be allowed to board when the doors close. Which is um, ridiculous because he was on time. Exactly. So he actually got escorted out of the terminal by security. Mm -hmm. uh, he had his documents rechecked by the border force. It's ridiculous. That's, like, that's not uh, okay. They told Matt it would cost him £1,400 to rebook his flight. Wow, okay. What was? Do they have an official response to this? Because I'm assuming this all happened in the airport while it was, you know, going on. They... Yes, I think they do. They Well, I've got here, American Airlines continue to claim they are not at fault and maintain that Matt was late to the gate. Classic Matt. Okay, they finally actually updated saying, we apologize to good old Matt uh, for the inconvenience he experienced. We are investigating further and are in touch with the customer's attorney. Like, I mean, I feel it's like, ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like this has got to be a pretty cut situation because they will have records of exactly when that flight... Uh, when that flight left the airport and they'll have it'll say on the ticket what time the flight was supposed to leave right how can I... it, it does say it on the ticket so how yeah. can they say he was late when he gets there early oh dear. Oh, we'll be keep keeping it on let's discuss this again next week if you do you have a, another i have got a brilliant story here from uh, the beautiful country of zimbabwe ah um, zimbabwe obviously zimbabwe isn't the most uh developed country mm -hmm. right um and it's it's got questionable political choices. Um, however, the country's judiciary service placed an order for sixty-four horsehair wigs for judges, which cost them a hundred and eighteen thousand four hundred pounds. So how how many wigs? Sixty-four. Okay, that's a lot of money for horsehair wigs. Right. It it's crazy. Like it doesn't. So, People are saying it hasn't got any benefit to actual justice. Like, why do they need to spend that much? Oh, they have man. to look good, Evan. Justice isn't ugly. Justice is beautiful. And if that includes a horsehair wig, then it includes a horsehair wig. <laughs> uh, one of the judges said, in law, uniform is important. So he said, uh, <laughs> in law, uniform is important. You look up to your judges and barristers. What's wrong with tradition? Spending £118,000 on fucking wigs. Also, the <laughs> saying there's nothing wrong with tradition is... I mean, you can say there's a lot wrong with tradition. Traditionally, people cut the skin off babies' penises for no reason. That's not a good tradition. It means nothing. It does nothing. Yeah, it reminds me of a joke uh, I saw on Reddit, which is, uh, a girl refused to blow me because I was uncircumcised. I guess I wasn't cut out for the job. Wow, that's a... Really inappropriate dad joke, I've got to say. Pub quiz, everybody. Right, this is the segment where we talk about the pub quiz that we attend on a Tuesday in Bristol City Centre. Now, Eben, when was the last time I came to the pub quiz? Uh, about 16 years ago, by which I mean... About uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, what day is it today? Sunday, okay. so I did, Sunday. I, did, I came last week, and last week was the week that I wasn't going to come because I was like, I need to save my money. And then I came anyway. And we did not win. We didn't. We winnant. No, we winnant. See, a while ago, I, I was very 
very convinced that we were going to win because one week we were third and the second week we were second and the first sorry the third week we were fourth <laughs> well it would only make sense it goes three two one that's how numbers work it goes three but... two four apparently oh <laughs> yeah of course my bad so the, la- the last week the last last week which is the last week I I came which was last week I asked the quiz guy if we if he could do a Simpsons round because I I feel like between us we would nail all of those I think so yeah I think so but did the Simpsons round happen this week uh the Simpsons round did not happen this week okay. uh well that's a bit of a relief because I wasn't there but now it's Easter I'll be working the next two Tuesdays and Paddy will be away I think I'm pretty sure he said he's away for that time, isn't he? So let's hope the Simpsons round doesn't come up in that time because else I've specifically requested a round that we're not going to be there for. But yeah, I guess we wouldn't know. So what happened with you guys uh, this week in the bub quiz? Um, so we decided to actually get to the bub a lot earlier than normal, as it's always more ram than Sasha Gray's ass. Uh, absolutely. So we sit down and. There is the biggest table in the bub, and someone has put a bag there so that we can't sit there because UK pub traditions are fucking stupid. You put the bag there, it's your property. Well, exactly. In loose so terms. We decided we're, we're going like, to Don't put fucking our bag walk out there. with the table, <laughs> but it, yeah, it belongs to you. Right, cool. We're going to put our bag there at nine in the morning on Tuesday, and then it'll be our table for the day. That's smart, but <laughs> I feel <laughs> so like okay. that won't work. I feel like something. Uh, after that, we uh, like everyone came in for the quiz. Uh, two teams sat suspiciously close together, and one of them went on to win. And it was also the night where, if you won the jackpot question, I think you won like everything, and it was a ridiculous amount. So the rounds we had, we round one was the pictures round, and you had a map of the UK and one county was coloured in so we had to get the counties uh, we did quite well I think it was like 7 out of 10 that's pretty good I'm, I'm glad I wasn't there for that because I would I'm terrible with geography I, I think I Same. did better at the 80s cartoons the other week than I would have done at, at a county round to be fair I could well, they had Devon so I got that one. Oh, good <laughs> well, I, I, did John and Ty not get Devon they did get Devon Thank I think God we all that. got it okay. <laughs> I thought you meant you would okay that's fair uh, if if they ever did a round of US states well, maybe not visually, but Ooh. I used to, I used to be able to name every state uh, just off the top of my head, which is completely pointless knowledge for an English person, I suppose. We could do a good round would be um to give like the state letters, you know, like uh, NC for North Carolina yeah. or whatever. CA. I, th- I, f- I think we actually did that before. I can't remember. Oh. Um, how long have you been going to that pub quiz for? Three years. Really. Three years, yeah. It's well, it's obviously right outside the house. Yeah, we heard it one night. We heard a lot of cheering. Uh, round two was the intros round. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I might get this confused with the previous week, but it was songs themed around Brexit. Uh, I don't remember that, so it was probably this week. Okay, yeah, it was. They had like "Time Is Running Out" by the Muse. Um, the Muse. Muse Simpson. Um. We had Should I Stay or Should I Go? It was quite clever. It was very smart. We did well. And then uh, we actually had John's brother, Will, come along. Yeah. And he managed to actually find all the answers to that after the quiz, of course. Uh, all came from one album. <laughs> oh, really? What, what... The Brexit song album, I believe. Oh, okay. So the guy had just played the CD. I didn't even know there was a CD player in that pub, I've got to say. I suppose well, no, he, Spotify. He, he put them uh, on Spotify, but there's... Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, we had, uh, have a look. Yeah, Muse time is running out. Sinead O'Connor. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to EU. <laughs> Uh, Talking Heads, Road to Nowhere, Europe, The Final Countdown, which is just perfect. That's so <laughs> appropriate. You can yeah, make you can make um, that shit up. Nah, it's brilliant. Um, <laughs> now that's what I call Brexit. Uh, <laughs> what else? Round three was the news round, or the, the olds round, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that was quite good. I think we got like six on that as well. And then round four... Oh, yes, uh, he... Round four was uh, around where he would say something, and you had to give the second biggest of it. So he okay. gave, uh, he told us uh, the, the the second largest U.S. city, um, and I I thought it could have been Chicago. Right, I would. Yeah, I feel like it's a fair guess. Uh, but it turns out number one is New York City with eight point three million that's, back in twenty twelve. That's the bit uh, the biggest in the in the country. Uh huh. Okay. L.A. in California mm-hmm. is three point eight million, and then. Chicago, Illinois is two point seven. So was that the third? That's the third. Okay, well that's that's. Uh, but we put we put LA, so we got that one. Cool, cool. Uh, round five is the custom round where people submit a round, and I have absolutely no idea what it was. <laughs> Fair enough. What was the linking round this week? If if anyone who is not who doesn't attend the pub quiz is actually listening oh, don't you to this. Dare. <laughs> <laughs> The, the 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 last round is nine questions instead of ten. All the questions have a theme, and the tenth answer is the theme that links all of them together. So one week, I think a few weeks ago, at the last time I properly came, the first question was what which actor plays Steve Trevor in the DC Cinematic Universe? Well, the answer is Chris Pine. Uh, I don't remember what the second question was, but the tenth answer linking them all together was trees. Oh, it was trees because we had what was that? There was another brand, right? Like Oak something. Was it Oakley's? I don't remember. Sunglasses. Um, Those are that... sunglasses, I believe. Maybe it was that. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. The, the problem with this round is that, that because it's the last round, it tends to be after, you know, the, the beginning I'm quite sprightly and ready to go, but by the last one I've, <laughs> I've consumed three or four pints, which is quite a lot for me, uh, so I don't remember too much from the end. So what what was the, uh, the theme of this week's uh, round six, Evan? This week's theme, we didn't even get any of the answers until eight and nine where uh one of the answers was rocky the other one i i can't actually remember but it turned out to be rocky horror picture show was the the answer but we still we couldn't even backwards uh i forgot the word back uh, reverse engineer the answers from the from knowing the okay the round has, uh, has so we actually did quite terrible have any of you guys seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? Uh, I haven't, but we know that me and movies are terrible. Yeah, you guys don't um, have a good relationship. We don't know. Uh, movies took the kids. Um, <laughs> I've, I, I love to watch Karen. No, um, <laughs> no one really seemed to... like. We got it because we had Rocky and another one that, that seemed to make sense. I think it was Barbara Streisand, maybe. Okay. I, I also uh, haven't I... seen Ro- the Rocky Horror Picture Show, so yeah, I, I'm not very... Uh, I wouldn't have been any help, but I don't know... Apart from the word Rocky, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I've never seen Rocky Simpson. No, okay. So, uh, yeah, at the end of the quiz, though, we came uh, fourth, I think. So not not the best. That's not that's not the best, but it's also not the worst. We've I think we've had you know we've done worse in that quiz. Cool. Okay, so uh, uh so on to our next section, Banjemi. Banjemi. Um, we check what's been going on on our 
phones. So, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, we have a meme group, and uh, that actually sounds like the dorkiest thing, saying it in words. Uh, we have a group of friends on WhatsApp. Uh, we do. We like to share humorous images with each other, sometimes with unexpected results with the text or the images of <laughs> we yeah, share memes a... dude um we, we share some <laughs> we share some memes and uh the, the, it's great the group has grown it used to just be a way of sending for me to send memes to john and ty without having to send them individually and then i think you and chris joined and it's just sort of gone on from there i think there's only probably about five or six people who actually regularly speak or no forget that there's only five or six people in the group who speak at all but um true. there's 17 of us in the group that's a lot of people. I don't even know who one of them is. It's one of Will's friends. I do not know who they are. <laughs> They've never posted. It's just a number to me. There's literally nothing there. Well, that's that's true. There is really just a number without a name. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Um. So the meme group this week, uh, as it stands, is currently called Twinder. Twinder, um, which is uh, who are sponsoring this podcast. That's that's right. What a coincidence. Yeah. Um, it's it's like it was it, we did we stole it from Jemmy. It's almost like we uh, didn't come up with it ourselves. So we we were we were in a wet of spoons as you know as is UK tradition on a Saturday, and Jemmy, our Lord and Savior, decided uh, to come up with a great idea of Twinder, and he took a picture of himself, and then next to him put a picture of himself, uh, identical, really, and that's the group picture. The description is Tinder for twins. Um, Twinder now. I'm not sure if I I enjoy this Twinder thing. I don't think it's really gone anywhere. Um, no, it's it's pretty much a dead meme already. It's 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 it was very witty at the time, you know. Completely, it was one of those you had to be there moments. Absolutely, right? but as as per usual, we've already ran it to the ground, and it's only been a day. <laughs> we've also got a bit of a resurgence with the Ditty memes. Um... Right, yeah. The the I I think I only just just because when the when the original Ditty memes were a thing last year. I, because I mute the group, I missed every single one of them. And by the time that I was aware that it was a thing, all of the things I could think of were done, such as uh, <laughs> I am Jolt, I come. And you know what? I can't think of any other ones. What... We had uh, Aaron gives the suck and John takes the suck, uh, which obviously you would have thought of doing. Um... Well, <laughs> I, that's what I mean. It immediately went to places that I, I had no ideas. I'm not, I, I, I would consider myself a creative person, but I'm not very good at coming up with funny shit. I am not a comedian, I'll tell you that much. We had just the word Jolt repeated a considerable jolt, amount jolt, of time. Jolt, Jolt, yes. I'm trying to think now. Um, I, I think I've still got them. Yeah, got Jolt. Eben, it's Jolt, I come. Oh, Ty made a good pee is stored in the balls. That's true. That's a good it one. Is. I finished off with a cum is stored in the bladder. Oh, I mean, that's a that's a, a new layer onto human anatomy. I, um, I remember we had... Uh, Jemmy announcing his visit to Bristol and then his subsequent return to Bristol. Yes. Uh, via Ditty. In fact, that might have been the thing that reignited my uh, interest in Ditty. And I, I think the only Ditty I've properly shared to the group was the one about me drinking a Lemsip after karaoke last weekend, then waking up <laughs> at about five in the morning and vomiting all over the toilet. Like not mostly um, in the toilet, but also on top of and beside the toilet a little bit. Uh huh. And yeah, I made uh, I made quite a. As for the F, as for the F in the chat. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Press press F to pay respects. Cool. So uh, yeah, I feel like that the biggest thing to happen to the group this week is the fact that you and Jamie actually met each other. It's been, I mean, I don't know when you both joined the group, but it's the group is now over a year old. So yeah, 
there is a video of this wondrous occasion that we have. We can uh, we can be cool and put that in the show notes. Yes, it'll you be know, in, in be in the description if you want. To, if anyone feels the need to check it out, if anyone's even <laughs> listening to this, well, there there are actually sixteen views on that video. I checked it and five likes. <laughs> wow. Really, because no one's really given us any feedback about it other than hey, Jamie saying A-plus editing. And I think someone I recently started talking to has uh, subscribed to your YouTube <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> because of the video. That's bizarre, because I've literally not... That's the first video I've ever uploaded onto that channel. Right, well, so, so our next section is Juicy Snack Round. Can we guess what the other is eating by sound alone? Now, I've got to say, I'm not going to be very good at this uh, participating in this because I don't have any food and I'm sat down and I'm not getting up. So do you have any food at hand that I can try and guess? I do. I thought I'd start easy this week, given that it's the first one. Cool. It's just from the sound of eating, but I feel the sound of opening the packaging could help out as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let me let me open this up and see. Uh, give us your, your guess after I've eaten it. So we've got a... And then, uh, and then. Well, it's some sort of crisp. Mm-hmm. Is it a rice Pringle? Pringle is true. Um, not the rice ones, though. So it's just a normal Pringle? Yes, yeah, it's just a normal Pringle, Can't... but you got it. But, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the flavor is. I've got to try eat another one. I'll try and guess what the flavor is. I'm going to guess the flavor from the sound. That's... Okay, yeah. dude. I'll, uh, I'll make sure to breathe right onto the microphone. Cool. <sighs> Salt and vinegar. No. What kind of person do you take me for? Um, I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with salt and vinegar. What flavor is it, Evan? It's sour cream and onion. Oh, damn. That's the best flavor. It is. Like, I've never met anyone that hasn't said it's the best flavor. Yeah, it's pretty good. I also do like salt and vinegar, though. I'm not really a fan of ready-salted anything, but... Um... Ready-salted okay if I don't know what flavor to have. Um, But that was that was an exciting uh, <laughs> juicy snack round. Yes. Like, wow. <laughs> that was electrifying. What's new with you? What's new with you this week, Eben? Okay, what's new with me? Quite a lot. Yeah. Um, a lot has happened. So I decided to get a dating app, mm -hmm. and it's been a journey. Um, I was always a bit skeptical about dating apps. I used to use one back in the day, but for the complete wrong reason. Uh, I hid my name, I hid my face, and I just... It sounds so ass saying it now, but I went on there to just troll people, really. Um, wow, that's really I horrible. wasn't mean. It, how dare you? <laughs> you weren't... <laughs> I, yeah, I went on there to, like, troll people, but I don't, like, you know, rude troll, like, oh, kill yourself. Like, just harmless ones. When someone's like, who's up? Who wants to come give me a cuddle? And I'm just like, no, no one really does, mate. Like, and then... Anyway, it was it was funny because I was doing it with friends and we had alcohol involved. It was a good time. Um, hmm. But this one, I've been using a unnamed branded dating app. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Twinder. Twinder. <laughs> exactly. And I met someone uh, that looks just like me. <laughs> unnamed app called Twinder. <laughs> Unbranded. We're not telling you what it is, but it's Twinder. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I've met a couple people and chatted with them. Uh, it's been quite exciting. But I think the biggest news this week is that I am going to go to London this Thursday. Yes, you are. You told me. And I, I was actually quite disappointed that I'm not going to be with you. I'm not going to be there with you on your first time in London because that's what, that was what was going to be our summer trip. I suppose we can still do it, but it's not going to be the same, Eben. It's not going to be the same. It, it honestly won't. Um, but it's, it's not going to be like an exciting 
sightseeing trip. I'm going to the uh, the UCL University College of Luncheon, lun- luncheon, luncheon, the Luncheon College, um, to oh. have an unforgettable luncheon. Uh, <laughs> off to the University College of London to is it? I think it's the World Health Organization like headquarters or, or something like that. That's the joke. <laughs> All right, I want to quit the podcast. No, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm off to yeah show them a website I'm building for them, which. Sounds like the more I tell people, the more daunting it sounds. Like I'm building a website that's gonna be used by like real doctors. I am a real doctor. Cool doctor. <laughs> well, that sounds. I mean, so what? What, what are you actually is this? What are you actually going to talk about in particular? So I have built a cruddy prototype of the website. It's meant to look awful so that they can feel okay about telling me to change things. It's a psychology thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna sit down with some people that will be using the website and show them the features I've implemented so far and ask them what features they would like. Hey, that's I've been cool. doing web design for. Hey, that's pretty cool. I've been doing web design for two years now, mm-hmm. and I started building websites in a really inefficient manner. And then I I learned this sort of new way of doing it, and it's definitely easy now, but it's still scary. Like this is there's some really difficult challenges I'm facing. Like I spent thirteen hours trying to like encode four English alphabet letters into one because that's how code works mm-hmm. uh yeah but that that's uh that's the biggest news for me uh what's going on in your life uh Aaron what's new with you well obviously yesterday i saw you so that was um i'm very glad i didn't go out raving last night because i it, i would have felt terrible today i wouldn't have been able to sit uh-huh. here and do this i wouldn't have been able to start my university project but i was actually ill for the first half of the week i started feeling ill last, last saturday when we went out to weatherspoons with jack and lloyd I remember. Yes, and then obviously we 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 spent the day drinking and went to do karaoke, which was great fun. But then I felt quite rough on Sunday. And then the reason that Lloyd was coming to visit was because we went to see the Zootons on Monday, and they were fantastic. We last saw them in two thousand and six when we were about fourteen, fifteen, sixteen each. Uh, Wait, I say that again. The person I've been speaking to went to see the Zootons as well. Oh, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. So at the Zootons, we met a guy called Steve, <clears throat> and Steve was. He was he was something. He was a very nice guy. He bought us a beer, quite intense. Um, but we sat in the hatchet in in Bristol with him until closing time, and then we got our came home. But then obviously the next day I was ill again because I was I never stopped being ill, and I'd been drinking over the, <laughs> my, my illness. And then Tuesday handed in projects at uni, the exhibition. By the end of it, I was feeling rough, so I called out sick for Wednesday, and I just did nothing on Wednesday. It was beautiful, Evan. It was beautiful. You were very unwell. I was very <laughs> unwell, but now I'm feeling much better. <laughs> But I am glad I didn't go out last night because it would have taken away another day of shit to do, uh, a time to do shit. For real, absolutely. So I think that's it, Evan. That's that's what's been going on this week, and that I think that about wraps it up for our first episode. That's very true. Uh, any any last words you want to say, Aaron, to the one person listening? Absolutely not. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.